great story, movie, or book contains elements of what's been called the hero's journey, a series of events and experiences that make the story meaningful and transformational. The hero's journey is the process by which the hero-to-be becomes the hero of the story. The interesting thing is that the same elements which make a great story also make a great life. You can become the hero of your own life by living and following the hero's journey. When you do, you finally get out of the bleachers and into the arena of truly living. But this starts by stepping from the ordinary world into the unknown. But how do you do that? And how do you do it if you have children and a family? Doesn't that prevent you from becoming the hero of your own life story simply because you have other people to be responsible for? That's what we dive into in this episode. Listen now for specific strategies to create and live a great life story by becoming the hero of your own life as you live and grow and level up in each area of importance. If you've ever felt a call to do something different or bigger than what you're doing now, then don't miss this inspiring episode and learn how to accept the call, leave the ordinary world, and step into the unknown. This episode is sponsored by the Extraordinary Family Life Formula. Meet live on Zoom every month with Greg and me to discuss powerful tools for creating your extraordinary family life. Plus, get complete access to all of our past recordings, coaching sessions, workshops, and courses on everything from marriage to parenting, mastering money, lifestyle design, and more. Click the link in the show notes to become a member of the Extraordinary Family Life Formula today and save 50% with the coupon code. Hey everybody, welcome to the Extraordinary Family Life Podcast. I am your co-host, Greg Denning. I'm your host, Rachel. (laughs) Yes! Take it, babe. Own it! This is Queen Rachel, and I am her... What's the little dude? A pawn. pawn. I am the little pawn, like, from... uh, What was that? Men in Black. Men in Black. Um, Glad to have you guys here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of our community. Um, I get to hear from you guys every week, and we get... We get awesome comments and questions, great questions and of things we can talk about and, and people just reaching out saying, hey, thanks, man. Just listen to this episode. It's changing my life. Or listen to this episode. It was just perfect timing for something I've been thinking about or struggling with. And So we're, we're grateful for you and grateful that you're here listening and that you're, you're awesome. Thanks for being awesome. Today, we're going to dive into one element of the hero's journey. We've talked about the hero's journey before. Most of you probably heard about it, but ultimately it's it's the elements of being the hero of your own life story. And in every great story, every great movie, every great book, there's elements of the hero's journey. And it's all based from Joseph Campbell's... Um, a hero with a thousand, thousand faces. faces. And, and he, he outlines, like, this is, this is what makes a story great. And in one of our all-time well, favorite books, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, mm-hmm. he, he goes through this and how it applies to life. Well, the premise of... Campbell's book, which actually we haven't read, but we've read a lot about. I have the book. I haven't read it yet. Is that in all great stories, everything from the Iliad to Harry Potter, there's a theme. There's this, it's basically the same story told in a different way, right? And it's the, it's the hero's journey and this whole process that the hero or the hero to be 
goes through to become the hero, essentially. It's, it's leaving the ordinary world, which we're going to talk about. It's going into the unknown. It's facing the trials. It's finding the mentor. It's facing the abyss, having the transformation, all these things that are part of this hero's journey that are essentially what make up a great story. Every great book, every great movie follows essentially the hero's journey. And like you were saying, in A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, the book by Donald Miller, he says that also every great life follows a hero's journey. It has these same elements. So he's like, the same thing that make a great story, make a great life. So if you Mm -hmm. think of your all-time favorite book and favorite movie, like a storybook, right? A novel, a story, there's going to be these same elements in there. And that's the same thing that makes for a great life. And so if you and I want to live fantastic lives, extraordinary lives, then we also have to include these elements of the hero's journey. Instead of sitting in the sidelines, so to speak, or up in the bleachers, hoping our life works out as mm-hmm. we watch from the bleachers saying, oh, no, no, don't let that happen. Instead of getting on, we, we've got to get down on the court or on the field. Or being in the arena, like yes, that quote by exactly. um, Roosevelt. So get out of the bleachers and into the arena of life. And like mm-hmm. he points out so well, you're going to get some mud and sweat and tears and blood on you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have some failures. But you can't just sit on the sidelines and hope things work out well for you to live an ordinary, uh, extraordinary life. So one of the elements this is what we're going to focus on today. One of those elements is to leave the ordinary world. In fact, it's it's not the first element, but it's pretty close to the beginning of a hero's journey. Because, and, and, and it, you know, if we were here together having a conversation, we would ask, and I'm, you'd have so many great insights to share. But the fundamental question is, like, well, why? Why do we have to leave the ordinary world? Can't, can't we just stay? <laughs> it's, it's comfortable. It's so comfortable here. It's so familiar. I just worked so hard to get this set up where it's convenient, it's comfortable, everything's it's nice. It's known. Yeah. What we know. Like this is this is my safe, happy place. And ultimately it's like, well Yeah, we're not saying you have to walk away from it all or even walk away from society. Really, I think Although sometimes the, that sometimes is that is the case. You you do. You have to like say, I'm out. And and what's interesting is you might physically stay, but mentally or emotionally or socially or spiritually, financially say, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And that might be with families, like generational family dynamics that it's always, it's been this way for so long. And you just say, nope, the, it stops right here. This, this ends with me, this, this trend, this family trend. And may, maybe it's, maybe it's something like your for family for generations has been overweight. Everyone's just been overweight. There's eating stuff and overweight. And you just say, no, that stops right here. It ends with me mm-hmm. and the family I'm beginning, we're going to be healthy and fit. We're going to eat well. We're going to be totally, and they're going to be like, what? Who do you think you are? What are you doing? Right? You think you're better than us? Yeah, you think you're better? Oh, come on, come to the family gatherings and eat all the stuff we used to eat. And you're like, no, I'm not. We're not participating anymore. Because we're going to live, we're going to enjoy extraordinary health and fitness instead of the the ordinary. And and I think it's important, an important distinction here. And we're not throwing anybody under the bus. If you want to live an ordinary life, like you are just totally content being the ordinary, great. That's awesome. I have no idea why you're listening to this podcast <laughs> because, 
Because that our message is like it is for living an extraordinary life. And so if if you're okay with that, great. Then we, well ultimately what I was going to say is ordinary is just another word for mediocre or for average. Ordinary is, is doing what everybody else is doing and getting the same results. And there's millions and billions of people that do that. And that's, you know, a valid way to live. But if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> that's probably not, you're not happy settling with that. And so in order because to... Because it feels like you're settling. Yeah, right. For, for those people, it does feel like you're settling. Um, but in order to pursue, pursue extraordinary, you have to leave the quote-unquote ordinary world, like in the hero's journey. You have to leave the known and go into the unknown. So the question is, and there's no way just the two of us could give some exhaustive list. So I want you to think about this and write about it and identify what it means to you. But I want you to spend some time thinking why you have to do it and what specifically you want or need to do to leave the ordinary world. What does that mean for you? And what is it you need to do? Because in some ways, you may have already left. You might already be doing things in a different way. And it's unique or unconventional or non-conformist. It made me think of the, that great book by Chris Gillibald called The Art of Nonconformity. Mm. It also made me think of The Jackrabbit Factor. And these just books of saying, you know what? We're, we're just going to do life differently here. I'm going to step away from the herd, from the, the, the big wide path. And again, this is all through the Bible, too. Right, the the broad path with everyone and, and following the narrow path and going through the narrow path, uh, the gate and and choosing the the different way of living, living, right? And so not not settling, not acquiescing, not you know living in the world, but not necessarily being of the world. It's that same distinction, right? So it's been it's been taught for millennia, mm-hmm. and we just want to just drive this home. Yeah, and outline what that looks like and how you how you actually do that in your own life and especially particularly with a family (laughs) because a lot of times we think because we have a family that prevents us from maybe even just living a hero's journey like oh how can I do that I have a family I have kids I have responsibility all these things and we personally believe and live in a way that proves that that's not true because we've definitely pursued the hero's journey multiple times even because it's cyclical you know you go through it and then you go back at the end of the hero's journey you go back to the ordinary world and then you begin another hero's journey later in something else and and we've done that several times and so it can be an evolving process where um, a certain aspect you could go through it again and again and again and you know, higher and higher, maybe spiraling upward. Mm-hmm. It could also be in certain aspects. So you go through a hero's journey with your health and you go through a hero's journey with your wealth and you go through a hero's journey with your family lifestyle. And yeah. you could take it in through your religion or your faith and your spirit, uh, through your mind and education. And, and so you're looking at these different things. And so, yeah, this is, that's a lot, right? And for some people, it's going to be harder than others. And some aspects might be hard. I remember there was elements for us that were just terrifying well, and tough. Absolutely. The couple of things I thought of, one of them, like you were just saying, part of the hero's journey actually is 
having the call to adventure, that's actually one of the very first steps, is essentially you feel this call to do something different and better. Maybe it's with your health or with your spirituality or with your money or with pursuing your dreams. And then the next step is usually the refusal of the call. Like that is actually a part of the process is that we think, oh, I'm going to do this. You get inspired or motivated about something and then you get frightened and you're like, ah, I'm not so sure if I can do that or if I should do that or it's going to be too hard. That's that's the refusal of the call. It's kind of saying, oh, I don't know about this. I talked about this today in one of my coaching sessions with a client, and it was really insightful. Again, one of the reasons people refuse is because they don't want to leave, leave the ordinary mm-hmm. world. And like, like, hey, this is, pretty, this is pretty nice, or at least pretty comfortable, pretty familiar. But one of the things that was insightful that came out of our conversation today was how we, we miss out on opportunities. Sometimes it's fear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's complacency. Sometimes it's hesitation, mm-hmm. which is which was really interesting to me. Just to really think through that. Sometimes we we miss out just because we hesitate. Right. The opportunity comes, and you're like, "Oh, I want to do it. Ah, oh, should I do it? Ah, oh, mm-hmm. it's kind of scary. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do. It. I'm. I think I'm gonna do it. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. And and we hesitate, and then the door closes. Which is in a way is a form of procrastination. Yeah. It's like or indecision. Yeah. Yeah. Indecision by not deciding, you actually. Are deciding yep. in the opposite, and and hesitancy, procrastination can rob us of so many awesome opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's so, something that we've always um, been good at doing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hesitate. Like if we decide to do something, it's like that's we it. We're done. Yeah. We go. We're all in. We're full swing. Well, because we've we've tried intentionally to live by a, really a ready fire aim philosophy. Right. Like, look, there's a chance here. Let's go. And and sometimes it doesn't work out. And we learn from it and have great stories to tell afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I would say more, most of the time it works out. More <laughs> often than not, we look back and be like, wow, even, that was awesome. Even the ones that didn't work out, quote unquote, I think it still worked out. Again, because of, so, of, of how much you learn and how much you grow, it still is just so beneficial right because overall. you're just taking a chance yeah you're like oh I, you know what i could try that let's go and you try it and even if it yeah quote doesn't work out you get out there and you're like oh okay well this is what we're missing and this is what we learn and, yeah. and this is what we'll do differently next time and wow man we just here's an insight or a relationship or a friendship or whatever mm-hmm. like that never would have happened we never would have had this experience exactly. or met these people had we not just taken the chance i think our whole life has been like that yeah. and and even from when we first met, I mean, we were engaged within six weeks. That's insane. But it was, and then married six weeks later, but that's just how we started our life. And we've done everything like that. Gosh, we started life together like this. It's this wild hero's journey of like, we're not, we're not going to conform here. We're not going to follow. We're not hesitating. We don't hesitate. (laughs) We just go. We're not going to settle for norms. Because again, for me, and we're just sharing what has worked for us. For me, I want to live. I want to squeeze the juice out of life. I want to take opportunities. I want to live boldly. Yeah. And, and see what's possible. And it's, it's so fast. Like, I'm almost just coming to this realization right now. I mean, it's so fascinating because I think we have been able to do all of the things we've done. I mean, we've lived multiple lifetimes of experiences. 
we, we were just saying the other day, we've forgotten all of the things that we've done, like incredible experiences and interactions. We've forgotten so many things that we have done because we have done so much in a relatively short amount of time. I mean, 20, we've been married for 20 something years. And during that time, we've lived like 50 or hundred years of experience, but it really can be attributed to this lack of hesitancy that we have, where we just, we get an idea and we just go for it. And it's, it's created so many special opportunities. Yeah. The reason this came up, you guys, I'm, I was invited and hired to go uh, do a keynote speech out and fly out in Denver for this amazing organization. Um, this whole organization, their, their whole message is about uh, helping you know, successful business uh, people and entrepreneurs really live, like squeeze the juice out of life. So the, I, this, is, this is our organization, right? This is kind of our kind of message. And I was just, I was putting together my slides and presentations and I was looking for some pictures and I had to scroll for a <laughs> long, long time to see, to find the pictures I want. And as I was doing that, I'm like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I forgot about that. Oh, oh I forgot about that. Well, that story, that experience, that thing. I mean, it's just, that country, that yeah. place, that, <laughs> that city, guy, I like, oh man, I can't believe it. And it just, there was just so much has happened. And so we've had this hero's journey many, many, many times uh, and, to go on a trip and even inside of a trip. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons, I'm just emphasizing this again because it's coming to me now, one of the reasons we've been able to do it and do it so often and do it so much is because we don't hesitate. We get the call and that doesn't mean that we don't have fears or, or hesitations or concerns, or worries, or obstacles, they're still there. But when we get that call, we listen to that call. We pay attention to that call, and then we pursue it. We actually, this morning we were talking about our fears and concerns with mm -hmm. the current call yes. that we feel called to do. And you look at the conditions of the world right now, and the society, and the economy, and the winter we're in, and, and things are happening, and you're like... What are we doing? This is insane. This logically does yeah. not make sense. <laughs> he, one, of my, one of my other coaching clients, he's like, you know, uh, one could argue that what you guys are about to do is, is not very wise. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could argue that. <laughs> In fact, I have been arguing that. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, you, it doesn't always make sense. But if, if, if it's there and there's, there's opportunities. If the call is there, wow. it, it needs to be heated and yeah. followed, which interestingly, so if you look up the hero's journey online, you know, you can look for images that illustrate it and there's lots of different variations and there's, you know, there's, they're not all the same, but there's a general theme and an overall pattern. Um, but one of the things before you actually leave the known world, leave the ordinary world is that you have supernatural aid or a mentor. And so I think I want to emphasize that this is another key piece because as we're talking about our own hero's journey that we're embarking on again, which includes moving to Portugal, that one of the ways we're able to move forward, right? We're talking about this lack of hesitancy that we have. One of the reasons we're able to move forward is because we've always had that mentor there, which often takes the form of a book for us or sometimes a coach or whatever. And we have this supernatural aid, so to say. It's almost this... Um, it's God this and the knowing. universe conspiring in our yeah. favor. 
But it, it comes in like this sense of knowing of like, yeah, this is what we're supposed to be doing. And that comes in different ways. I got to emphasize there, though, something important. Some people get confused about the knowing when they really attach themselves to societal scripts. Like they've been given a script or they've been indoctrinated some way or, you know, it was the way their family had always done things or the way their community had always done things or the way their church has always done things. And so they're like, that's the thing. And it's like, well, again, you have to question this. And, and it's almost always kind of unconventional. And so it's going against the grain very often. And it's mm-hmm. very nonconformist. Not always, but very often it is. So when, when you start to You're feel it. You're talking about the call to yeah, adventure. Yeah, this call or the knowing. No, I'm talking about the, like the divine mm-hmm. help of like, it, I don't know. It's not, it's not always just cut and dry. And, and we have to be careful. Like, are, am, I, am I in this kind of um, echo chamber? And, and I'm like, no, I'm feeling guided to do this thing I've always right. been told and everybody's always done. And yeah. <laughs> it can't, and I know when we started out, expound more on this, it was more difficult to get clarity about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gotten easier over the years as we've practiced doing it. It feels a little more clear. It feels a little more cut and dried in a way. But definitely when you're starting out and like the first time you're doing a process like this and aware of it happening it can be very confusing. Like, well, wait, is this supernatural? Is this my right. supernatural guide or am I just delusional? Right. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, it takes it takes a lot of practice, especially it takes practice to even, well, this fits perfectly with today's topic of, of leaving the ordinary world. It takes a lot of effort to even to be able to think or consider outside of what's ordinary, what's mm-hmm. normal, what's, what's common and known to you. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And if, if you're, you just know that world and everything you have right now in your life, is just like, that's your known world. Well, and some of you haven't gone out or read much outside of it or been, you know, we often meet people that like, they haven't even met or interacted with people outside of their teeny little circle. Exactly. And so like, it, it, they're like, what? I didn't know well, people like that existed. Right. And so in a way... They don't even know that there is another world. All they know is this world, and that's it. That is the world. What do you mean there's a known world and an unknown right. world? What do you mean there's an ordinary world and an unordinary world? Like, what does that even mean? It's like you're the fish in the fishbowl and saying, what do you mean there's right. something outside of water? That exactly. doesn't make any sense. And outside of this bowl, because right. it's all you know. So that's kind of the invitation here is that you, for you to consider... And just spend some time thinking and writing and discussing this with your spouse, your kids, or whoever, friends, family. And actually be ready for some strange reactions <laughs> when you say, hey, what do you think about leaving the ordinary world? They're like, what? What are you doing? Are you suicidal? <laughs> <laughs> but I want you <clears throat> to make a list. And um, actually, so I, I lead, um, I mentor a group of youth. As long as I have teens myself, I'm going to mentor other teens. I just love it. And I mentor a group of youth. It's called the Mentor Accountability Program. We were talking about this. Um, today. And I just wanted to, them to share some ideas. And I wrote down some ideas. I'm like, what does it mean to leave the ordinary world? And here are some thoughts. I'm just going to throw these out. Again, it's not exhaustive. I want you to think through it. What does it look like for you? But one of it is like, you're actually doing new things. And it can start small, 
but then it can go quite big where you you just you're doing something different, something new. Uh, you're you're sparking whatever it is from from food to clothes to experiences like or just going, going to, to new places, different concerts or places or talking to different people, having different discussions. Mm-hmm. Most of us you know, ninety percent of our thoughts are just repeats from yesterday and, and I would suspect most of our conversations are just kind of repeats. When was the last time you just totally had a conversation way outside of what you normally talk about or think mm-hmm. about? And, well, and going back to this idea, for a lot of people, that's uncomfortable. It's very, they don't like it's that. It's uncomfortable for all of us. You're like, because either you don't know what to say or they're talking about things you don't even understand. Or things that just go against what you believe and so you find it uncomfortable. Like it's literally almost makes your skin crawl or like... You cringe in I a had, way. I had another conversation with somebody today about that, and it was insightful to me that that it's that like, wait a minute, this is what I've always believed, and this person has a little bit, little kind of freer ideas than I do, mm-hmm. and it feels like threatening or unattractive or kind of disturbing, and you're like. Ugh. I don't know if I even like this person, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of listening and they're kind of weird because they think different things. And and you're right, but we have to get to this place. Because I was, and again, I used to be like that. I used to be right. that guy. You and I, we did, we were there. We were super, super in the box. And we'd meet people and like, they're crazy. <laughs> but then we, you get to thinking and thinking, thinking, thinking. Like, okay, I can see a different perspective. I now. could see how they could believe right. that. Or right. How they could see and that. some of them even like, okay, you know what? You have a very valued argument, and I'm going to expand my understanding here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'm, I was also thinking of our own daughter, our oldest daughter. Um, she loves new ideas. She loves discussing new ideas. She loves, you know, thinking about things outside of the box. And, and she went to a church meeting, actually, once with somebody, and they did it in a different way, a way that wasn't normal, you know, or or conventional or orthodox and our daughter loved that she thought it was amazing she's like that was so great it was like engaging it was new it was different it was novel and she was with another person and they were like oh I didn't like that at all I hated it and so in a way that's kind of what we're talking about is that we can get stuck in these ruts ordinary in a way world. Yeah, it's the ordinary world. We get stuck in these things that we're used to things being done a certain way or said a certain way or or whatever. Like we're just used to it being this ordinary way. And while that can have its place and its value and its benefit, that if we don't get outside of that, that's where our learning and growth are limited because ultimately that's what the hero's journey is about. It's about becoming the hero of your own life story. It's about transforming and growing and ascending. And that can't happen as long as we remain in the ordinary world, the one that we're used to. Say it again, babe. Say it again. (laughs) That can't happen. That transformation cannot happen as long as we remain in the ordinary world. Yes. So here here are some other things um, that we need to... um, well, not, not need, but here are some things we can consider. Um, stop caring what the crowd thinks. That's another element. To leave the ordinary world, you have to literally stop caring what the crowd thinks. 
That could be a tough one. Which we just did a podcast episode on that last week. Yep, fantastic. Another one, um, start thinking. Because, <laughs> and here's why. Thinking is one of the rarest things in the world. It's Thinking is hard, and very few people think. And that's what Earl Nightingale said is the strangest secret, that people don't think. Because like you were saying, 90, 80 to 90% of our thoughts are repeats, repeats from yesterday. And, and those thoughts, thoughts were implanted in us long, long ago. And so it's operating subconsciously. It's just like right. the, many of us are thinking the same things we've been seeing, thinking since we were kids. Nothing, not much has changed. Right. Related to that, do some writing. How few people in the world write. Mm -hmm. And are trying to articulate Which their ideas. writing think. is thinking. thinking. Yes. I think Read. we talked about that. Yeah, oh, we did. we did. In our podcast on communication, we talked yeah. about how writing is thinking and it helps you articulate. Yeah. Uh, reading. Uh, very few people read good, thoughtful uh, classics or nonfiction books. Like, get into the, the, the great... Deep thinkers. The great thinkers. The Russian yeah, authors. it's hard. It's <laughs> tough, right? Tolstoy. So, do reading. That, that right there. You guys Dostoyevsky. think, write, and read. That just sets you apart. Like, you, you're already in this tiny percentage. So then add goals. They found that about only about 3% of people have goals, written goals, that they're working on. They also found that about 1.7% of people are actively trying to become better. They're improving their lives. So you want to leave the ordinary world? Just get serious about getting better, learning, improving, growing, taking the status quo of your life and being like, hmm, I don't really like that. I'm going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to change. I'm not just going to settle or acquiesce to the status quo or you know, what's normal, what's average, what's mm -hmm. mediocre. I'm out of here. And just do that. To be, of course, extraordinary. Not, not extraordinary, not especially <laughs> ordinary, but extraordinary. <laughs> and the extra ordinary. comes first, right? Um, to make your own decisions, to think for yourself, to chase your dreams. Just boldly, courageously chase your dreams dreams and step away from the unthinking herd i gotta look up who said that because that was one of my favorite quotes he's like just stop following the unthinking herd mm -hmm. he was a famous thinker or philosopher and that's that's the ordinary if you're if you're doing what everybody else is doing just because they're doing it, if you're going through the motions checking the boxes and you're not you don't you lack meaning and purpose and fulfillment this consider this your call to adventure Mm -hmm. to step away, to break free from what's ordinary. Maybe, oh, here's an idea. Maybe you just you, you stop and take some inventory in your life and say, what, what seems just kind of humdrum? Am I really living or am I merely existing? And if there's aspects of your life that seem kind of just like humdrum existence, that's a chance to say, man, how could we do this differently? How would I approach this as my best self? Well, I think it can also be things that irritate us or annoy us or bother us or we get passionate about. Um, because I think embarking on a hero's journey isn't always about pursuing your dream life or it's not always necessarily viewed as a positive. I'm specifically thinking right now, like one of our family's favorite movies is King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, which is all about the hero's journey of King Arthur. And it was not something he wanted. 
he did not want to become the king. He wanted to just live in the ordinary world. He wanted to keep doing what he was doing. But he... Because he figured out... He how to thrive. How to make it work. He's like, look, yeah. don't, don't mess this up. Like, right. what I got's working for I've me. got a good thing going. Yeah. But he, it, it, in a lot of ways, it was his anger and his um, frustration and his just... Uh, what's well, a stronger word to describe how he felt? It, w- it was the injustice yeah. of what was going on to the people, with the people he cared about yeah. and, you know, that he loved that drove him to embarking on this hero's journey. So sometimes that's also where we need to look, not just, it's not always this call to... Go on vacation? Exactly. (laughs) Right. It's not like a vacation here. We're not calling you to an all-inclusive resort. Right. Sometimes that call to adventure is a call that needs to happen. Because you have a moral obligation yes. to rise. Exactly. And, and what finally called him out of that is, is how the people around him were being hurt. The people he cared mm-hmm. about and loved, it was costing them so much. It was hurting them so much. He finally was like, I have to do this. Right. And you and I can do that same thing. We can say, if I stay in the ordinary world and I just keep going through the motions, checking the boxes, living the status quo, what will this cost my children and grandchildren? Yes. What great cost will this have if I just play small? Right. And so sometimes we have to look at those things, those things that are irritating us and annoying us. And like, what, why does it bother me? And what, what do I need to do about it? What can I do about it? Sometimes we don't, it's not even like, what can I do about it? Because sometimes we don't want to do anything about it. Sometimes we just rather, this is part of the refuse, refusal of the call. We would rather just not do anything about it. We would rather just remain comfortable. You know, not speak up, not raise our voice, not take action. We'll just go along and Just go in. along. Like right. it's so much, quote, easier and more comfortable to fit in, to not stir things up, to not get anybody riled up, to not buck the system or cause any problems. Like, let's just, right. let's just roll along. But what's pro- what the problem is, is ultimately it tears us up inside when we know we're settling for less. Well, or at the very least, it keeps us underdeveloped. Yep. We remain less than we could be than if we actually accept the call, cross the threshold into the special world, is what it's called, or the unknown, and then go through the, the inevitable <laughs> hero's journey, which f- includes trials yep. and tests, and it includes <clears throat> the abyss, yep. the ultimate change, tr- um, transformational point of the hero's journey is the abyss. It's where you, the old you dies and you become a new person. Yes. So but think, that will not and cannot happen if you don't embark on the hero's journey. And think what is possible if you do. And if all of us, if everybody listening to this and, and share this episode and, and share this message with, with your kids, with your family, with your friends, like get it out there. And what could, what could happen? What's possible if more of us would leave the ordinary world and start living an extraordinary life? What's the, the possibility? I mean, the things you and I have already experienced mm-hmm. in our brief 22 years together. And we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. And there's so <laughs> much more that's out there and that's possible. So our invitation today 
sincere invitation, join us. Join us on your, and it's going to look different for everybody. The hero's journey looks totally different for everybody. But you choosing to be the hero of your own story and, and joining us on this adventurous answer to the call, whatever that it looks like for you, to go really live life. It, it, it does so much for you and for the people around you and the, the people in your circle of influence. It's, it's such, I don't know, our experience, it's a much better way to live. I, I, it's, a, it's the only way to really I honestly, live. Okay, I was just going to say that. You took my words. Sorry. I was going to say, it really is the only way to truly live. Yeah. Because if you're not living a hero's journey, it's, it goes back to Donald Miller's book. Like, You should read that book, people. A Million Miles in a Thousand Years. And he... Essentially, it was whatever makes a great movie makes a great life story. And if who would go watch a movie of you just doing the same thing every day? Who would want to live a life of just doing the same thing? Right, but that's that's the the point. point. That's what many of us do. They we live this life of doing the same thing every day. And just like you wouldn't want to watch a movie like that, you're not truly living unless you are pursuing the hero's journey. Yes. So. Decide, maybe decide today, right now, in this moment, what that looks like for you. Spend some time thinking about it, writing about it, and make a decision, and then take action. Don't, do not hesitate more. Don't procrastinate. (laughs) No more hesitating. No more. (laughs) Choose something and like, yep. And probably a lot of you listening have been like, you've been feeling a calling or a prompting or an inkling of something. Take action. Live boldly. Live deliberately. Leave the ordinary world, leave mediocrity behind, and chase your own personal greatness. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Reach upward.